Hello, 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 and happy Friday. It is Friday, July 30th, 2021. I cannot believe it's the last Friday of July already. Where has the month gone? <sighs> Only four weeks until school starts, folks. <laughs> At least where I live. Today our verse is from Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, the, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord God to the test. Again, the devil took him to the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. So this week we've been talking about the mountains in life. And, you know, I, we touched on it on Monday and Wednesday that there's good and there's bad and there's the indifferent, there's... You know, there's those things in our life that are really good. There's those things in our life that, you know, shake us up in a good way, in a bad way. And this verse today is talking about when Satan tempted Jesus. And the third place he takes him is he takes him to the high mountain. And he shows him all that's available to him. One final temptation. He's weak. He's hungry. He's tired. And now he's taken him to the highest, to the to the peak, right? He's at the summit. And the devil says, look out, I will give you all of this. And Jesus still has the strength and the ability and the faith and says, no. Get away from me, Satan. I will worship only God. You are going to be faced with different circumstances in your life. And sometimes you're going to be standing on top of that mountain, looking out and seeing all the beauty, all that's good, all that's right before you, right within your reach. But then you need to pray and say, is this of God? Or is this Satan tempting me? You know, the Bible tells us in prayer, we can, we can say, in Jesus' name, move that mountain, and it'll be moved, right? But today, it talks about when you're there at the mountain, you're on the mountain looking out on all that's right before you. Pause and pray and be confident that what you are accepting is from God, 
and not a temptation from Satan. Because the devil will tempt you when you're weak, when you're tired, when you're hungry, when you're overwhelmed. And when I'm talking about hunger, I'm not just talking about a physical hunger, you know, where your stomach is rumbling. I'm talking about a hunger for popularity, a hunger to be noticed, a hunger for money, a hunger for a better career, a hunger for a better spouse, a bigger family, a better house, whatever it is. And the devil's going to take those hungers, those weak spots, and he's going to go in and he is going to place all these beautiful things before you and say, just come follow me. It's all good. You need to pray and say, is that stuff truly what God has for me? Or is it just the devil taking me farther down the wrong road? Because sometimes things that look really, really good are really, really bad. <laughs> you know, and I think if we all really reflected and thought about it, We've all had those moments because we are human and we make mistakes where we thought something looked so good, right? And then in that final moment, after the fact, and maybe it's a week later, two weeks later, two years later, maybe it's 10 years later, you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what I expected. This is not what I thought was going to be. Yet you look back and you see warning sign one, warning sign two, warning sign three. And there were all these signs. And that was when the Holy Spirit was speaking and talking, saying, whoa, stop. (laughs) Nope, don't do that. And you just brushed it aside as, you know, building strength and courage. And, you know, to do what God's called you to do. But really, he never paused long enough to ask God or to listen for God's voice. You were doing what you wanted. And I've done it. I've wanted something so bad that I made decisions and did things that were not the right way to go. And in hindsight, I look back and, you know, there was that flutter in my stomach that said, eh, don't do it. There were other things like little things and I'm like huh all right God was right there the whole time yet I was you know on my mountain looking out into all that the devil said hey look at this this could be yours why are you waiting this is foolish you don't need to wait it's right there and then bam hello extra debt with extra interest (laughs) because I couldn't wait. Um, And we all have a story to tell when you really stop and say, all right, God, this is, you know, I see now that this was not your will for me and I am sorry I didn't listen. Show me where I didn't listen. Show me where I went astray. Show me where I got off track. Help me to see what I did wrong. And this isn't a um, go back down the mountain and beat yourself up the whole way. This is a reflecting so you can learn. Because mistakes happen. And mistakes happen more often than not to most people. 
if you're not learning. But when we learn from our mistakes, we learn what not to do. So each time we fail or things don't go our way, we've learned a new skill, a new mindset, a new strategy in life. We now know what not to do or we know what to do for a particular outcome. You know, think of it as a parent and you're raising your kids, right? We always have a choice. And my parents were so good at this of saying, this is our answer, yes or no. And when it was no, these are the reasons it's no. And they would explain to us why the answer was no. It wasn't just no because I say so and I'm the adult. They said no and these are the reasons why. And then we had the opportunity, the choice to one, either make the changes necessary in our behavior in life to earn the yes or we accepted that our vision and what we were seeing was not truly what was happening and trusting our parents are my dad my mom who have more experience and have been through more than I trusting their knowledge and wisdom to say oh I hadn't thought of it that way thank you for saving me from a bad situation and that's all well and fine and I'm not saying that there weren't times where they said no and this is why and I didn't like it give me a break. I was a teenager. They were parents. Of course, they told me no. And there was things that I really wanted to do. And I didn't care what their reasons were. Um, But I obeyed. I was just one of those kids. I, I broke the rules, but not to like, not as much as I could have. Or because I, I don't know, I was that kid that because they told me the why the answer was no, it always made me second guess. And, you know, as I reflect and look back to the times I did not heed their warning or obey their no, or as I got older, it was, well, if it was me, I would not go because. If it was me, I would go, but. It's it's your decision. Let us know what you decide. So as we get, got older, you know, it became, I'm not going to tell you yes or no. I'm going to share my knowledge and wisdom with you. You make the call. Will you or won't you? You have our advice. And there was times I didn't really care what their answer was for why it wasn't. They would say no. I would do it. And a few times it bit me in the tuchus and I learned so today, you know, we t- I started the week very positive, uplifting. You know, what is that mountain? You know, what's before you, whether it's good or bad? Lean on God. He's right there with you. And then, you know, Wednesday we talked about, you know, those mountaintop experiences and stuff. And today, when you get to the top of that mountain, remember to pause and pray. And just like I listened to my parents, to my dad, my mom, you need to listen to your heavenly father. You need to listen to God. 
and you need to say, all right, am I trying to climb this mountain in my own strength or are you walking and carrying me? And when you get to that top of the mountain and you pause and you pray and you say, all right, God, I'm here. Where do I go? You know, am I retreating back down the mountain a little bit and climbing up a different way? Am I just going to go down and take that lesson of life learned and climb a new mountain? Or when you pray, do you hear and recognize that it's the devil saying, don't worry about God. I got you covered. And that's when you put your hands boldly in the air and you say, get away from me, Satan. I stand on a solid rock. My foundation is God. This mountain I'm standing on is God's mountain and get away from me, Satan. And he will, in Jesus' name, get away from me, Satan. And then, pause and pray. Thank you, Jesus, for showing me that it was Satan talking and not you. Lord, what do I need to do? And then listen. Pause, pray, listen. If all you're ever doing is talking to and at God and never listening, you're missing the beauty of prayer. You're missing the beauty of this conversation with your Heavenly Father. Because He will, in one way or another, He will speak to you in a way that you know it's Him. To clarify why you should or shouldn't, what you need to do or what you need not do. And He will do it in such a way that it speaks to you. And don't judge it based on somebody else. What do you mean, you know, you were sitting on the deck and the flag twirled three times? That's not God. Well, here's the deal. If you had prayed and just said, God, you know, wrap the flag three times and I'll know it's you. Or God, give me a sign. And right at that moment, there was absolutely no wind. But then the wind picked up and wrapped that flag around three times. And you know, because you could feel the Holy Spirit within you. You knew that was God. Don't base how God talks to you on what other people think. Because God talks to me and you and every person that's listening to this podcast or not listening to this podcast. He talks to each one of us differently. He talks to us, answers us, loves us in a way that we will understand. In a way we will accept. And it just popped in my head. Have you ever saw, um, oh my gosh, The Shack, the movie The Shack, or read the book? Um, very good. And yes, you know, there's a lot of debate and whatnot about it because God's a woman. Here's the deal why was God a woman? Because for the main character, he could not relate to a man because of the life he had before that. So when he needed God, God came to him in a way that was not aggressive um, or would cause any stress to his child. And, you know, and I get it. You know, people complain about it and, you know, 
because God's not a woman. And last I checked, nobody here, you know, yes, Jesus was born a man. But here's the deal. Jesus is going to come to you. He's going to answer you in a way that you will receive. So don't base what God should look like, sound like, act like, respond like based on what somebody else has shared at church, at Bible study or small group. I want to encourage you that when you're praying and you're pausing and praying on top of that mountain, when you're pausing and praying and praising on the other side of the mountain, that you remember that God will talk to you and appear to you in a way that is welcoming to your heart and your soul and that will give you peace. And that's what you need to remember. God is not going to scare you. God is not going to come at you in a way that makes you nervous. Um, And when you feel and you know, all right, that's not God. Say, get away from me, Satan. I am God's child. You can back off in the name of Jesus. Get away from me, Satan. And he's gone. Gone. That's, those are the only words Jesus had to speak. And he was gone. Those are the only words you need to speak. And Jesus will be right there. Shooing him away like a fly. Shoo fly. And you will have the never-ending total peace of God. And you will feel that in the depths of your soul and you will know it is God. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast series on um, the mountains in life, a few different perspectives, different Bible verses. Yet one thing remains true that God is in charge. God loves you in a way no one else can love you. God will protect you in a way that no one else will protect you. And God has the ability and the desire to help you climb a mountain or move a mountain, whichever it is that he has called for your life at this time. So just boldly confess in Jesus' name that you are his child And when it's not God, say, get away from me, Satan. I'm Jesus' property. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful Friday. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm Lisa, and it is a great day to do something for someone else. What is it that you will do today?